I'd like to welcome everyone to the Florence Weinberg Show. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Florence Byham Weinberg is our very, very special host each and every week. She was the subject of a long radio series, and now she has her own show. We encourage everyone to binge listen to everything that we've been doing. And I'll tell you, especially around historic days, and I can't imagine a more historic day having passed and, uh, you know, a dark day for for many people. Uh, Governor Greg Abbott of her home state, Texas, has signed in to law the the abortion law that people feared and just uh, you know almost thought it was sci-fi that something could could happen like this and that happened on Tuesday September 7th uh, 2021 and I think that's a day that many people will remember for a long time uh, of course uh, there's a lot a uh, lot left to be said and let's start with Dr. Florence Weinberg. Doc, how are you? I'm doing fine. Thanks, Frank. I, and I hope you are, too. I, I am, too. I, you know, I'm worried more about Texas and, I, you know, I guess, I, I guess going backwards, right, going to a, a certain place. Do you agree with the premise that people will remember that day or certainly people that care about woman's, uh, a woman's reproductive rights and, uh, and, and their right to choose what to do with their, their body will remember uh, yesterday as a very dark day? Yes, indeed, because it apparently uh, is the anti, uh, the pre-act the, uh, to uh, doing away with Roe v. Wade, and so it would be remembered for that reason, I expect, uh, if the Supreme Court goes ahead and does it, because, of course, the Supreme Court did nothing to stop the Texas law from going into effect. Uh, and Greg Abbott, our governor, signed the bill yesterday. And I have a picture right here in front of me. Uh, I saw it. I saw it live, or rather, uh, photog- uh, film of it, movie of it last night live, as he signed it and uh, spoke to the press and told the press that now this bill will do away with rape in Texas. Um, by some magic, uh, rapists will no longer attack women because uh, women can no longer have abortions uh, if that person rapes them. Now, how that works, I do not know, but he said something of the sort. Uh, in any case, I'm looking at a still photo of, uh, of that grouping, the governor and various legislators, I expect, and other cronies behind him, and I see 15 men over 50 and four women, probably mostly over 40, but uh, the ratio there is amazing. 15 men and four women who are in the background there applauding him and the press, of course, in front. Uh, Abbott with his pen in one hand and gesturing with the other one to the press. Um, so, yes, I think this that day will live in infamy for uh, women uh, and women's rights. And um, the goal of this bill is actually uh, to maintain the um, 
the base, the Repub- the far right Republican base, which is actually the Trump base also, uh, in Abbott's corner because Abbott has uh, presidential ambitions, and of course he would like to be reelected governor if his uh, presidential ambitions fail. So he is appealing to his uh, uh, his right wing evangelicals for one thing. They have lobbied for uh, for getting rid of Roe v. Wade for a long time, many years now. And uh, the right wing Catholics, my own religion, uh, also very strongly uh, anti-abortion for pro-life. Uh, of course, they don't care about the children once they're born. None of these people are actually taking care of or seeing that the children uh, who are uh, products of incest and rape are taken care of. If if the parent abandons them and they or abuses them, uh, then those poor children don't get much help in Texas at any rate. So the pro-life does not extend beyond birth, uh, it would seem. And so that's, uh, that is the goal, to retain the base, uh, the voting base, not that many of the people who are voting for this thing and who pushed it through the legislature really believed that uh, women should not have an abortion in case of uh, incest and, uh, and rape. Uh, they were, uh, behind the scenes, probably pro-choice. But they are also interested in maintaining that base, and so they they go along. Amazing, uh, you know, just amazing. And uh, you're right about uh, you know making a political play out of this. Uh, it it seems so telegraphed that he's thinking about a uh, a national move, and uh, this is the type of thing that you do. That puts you on the map with the with the right wing, uh, extreme pro life supporters. Which let's face it, you need you need that in uh, in order to become president. You do not get yeah. out of the Republican National Convention without being pro life and strongly pro life. Mm-hmm. Exactly, uh, which is also the political uh, uh, reason for the earlier signed voting anti-voting act that went in into effect in Texas uh, earlier this uh, this past week uh, and that the goal of that is of course to get rid of the uh, the progressive voters the liberal voters uh, if if we prevent black people and brown people Hispanics and blacks in Texas uh, East Texas, of, of course, is uh, is full of black people because it was a slave-owning area uh, before the Civil War. And, uh, of course, those slaves remained in Texas afterward and remain uh, as second-class citizens or until after uh, Jim Crow, after the civil rights legislation was passed in the 60s, that they're still still having trouble. They're still the poorest class, and of course, so are the Hispanics. 
so those people are, are apt to vote Democratic. In other words, they are liberals, and we have to prevent them from voting if, if at all possible. And so that's why we have uh, in Texas now the most restrictive voting act in the country under the pretext that there was massive fraud uh, during this past election. Not in Texas. Uh, all these people admit that there was no massive fraud in Texas because Trump, Trump won Texas after all, and yeah. therefore there was no <laughs> fraud here. Right. <laughs> but elsewhere, all over the country, where Biden won the the uh, election, uh, there was massive fraud. So here in Texas, we're going to see to it that it doesn't move in here. Uh, in other words, uh, they're they're using that excuse to cut out as many of the black and Hispanic and liberal voters, white liberal voters, as possible so that they can maintain their power. So it's the same motive that was behind the anti-abortion. So uh, there we go. Um, And then uh, when we think about, um, for instance, there's the anti-mask ban. uh, 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 This is another... Uh, Abbott, mania. Um, uh, he's a maniac against uh, masks, and he has banned them in all schools. <laughs> mm. And the schools are going against him because the school superintendents want to see that the children survive and don't all die of uh, COVID-19, of the Delta variety. And uh, so they are mandating masks in in the face of the the governor's order, and they are being sued. And the same thing is going on in Florida, and there, of course, the governor is uh, uh, cutting the the funding to the schools, uh, those schools who dare to, uh, to defy the governor's order. Uh, and all of this, again, is catering to that base. And that base is violent. Uh, I have seen in the grocery store, I have seen fierce, nasty arguments. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the major grocery store, the major grocer in San Antonio, for instance, H-E-B is the name of it, yeah. uh, they had guards outside the door for a while. This was uh, during the uh, shutdown, uh, asking people to put on a mask if they didn't have one. And I have seen people fiercely yelling uh, that they are not going to give up their personal freedoms. And, of course, personal freedoms for what, what end? To risk dying and to kill other people. With your, if you have, uh, if you're a carrier of COVID-19 and you're not wearing a mask, then you are uh, risking uh, other people's health as well as your own, uh, and that's that's the kind of freedom you're you're uh, claiming that this is your personal freedom. Yes, right to to uh, destroy people and yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in any case, this is the base. <laughs> the anti-mask people are the base, and so, of course, again, uh, the, this is the third aspect that uh, uh, Abbott is, uh, has espoused, the third cause he has espoused in order to appeal to that base. Yeah. And the fourth one is climate change. 
Climate change is obvious. Everybody knows that the West is burning. Uh, and uh, it, it hurts me so much because I know many of those places out there that are uh, that are now reduced to ashes. And in the East, hurricanes are becoming much more fierce, and they reach all the way across the country and have flooded New York City even. Uh, the uh, low country right around uh, uh, LaGuardia Airport, for instance, the low uh, uh, land around there uh, is sort of like a bowl, and it fills up with water every time there's a heavy rainfall. And this time the rainfall was so heavy that the uh, that basement apartments and basements altogether just filled up, up to eight feet, and people drowned. Uh, so the, in the west, fire, in the east, flood, and in between, in Texas anyway, people are walking the streets now that open gun carry is in effect, thanks to Governor Abbott. Wow. <laughs> and uh, people may be shot uh, for their opinions if they are pro-choice pro, uh, pro uh, uh, or pro um, pro-voting, freedom to vote, uh, and are trying to do something for climate change, uh, and they're wearing a mask. And uh, by the way, there is violence against health workers now, physical violence uh, perpetrated by the uh, the right, right-wing base, the Trump base people. Uh, and so the country's gone insane. Uh, the opinions are so radical. Uh, that uh, your life is in danger if you're a health worker these days. And uh, to go back to the first theme I uh, talked about, um, which was uh, this abortion bill, uh, and it's being enforced by the people themselves because people are now invited to spy upon each other. And if anybody is... uh, headed for an abortion and you know about it or if anybody is helping that person or even giving a ride to that person or making a phone call for that person and so on uh any if you have anything to do with an abortion then this other citizen this watch person uh can sue you and receive a ten thousand dollars win or lose you receive ten thousand dollars and uh, legal costs as well. And this uh, this is a system instituted by our governor, which is very similar. Uh, Maureen Dowd this morning wrote an article called it Stasi-like. In other words, uh, making a comparison with the uh, secret police in uh, East Germany. Wow. But I say Gestapo-like. Because that's what the Gestapo did. They were secret police uh, out among the uh, the populace in Germany to uh, ferret out anybody who was anti-Nazi and would take them off, arrest them, and haul them off to concentration camps. Uh, so, if you prefer Stasi, I prefer Gestapo. But in any case, that's what is, has been set up here in Texas is a spy network where the citizens themselves will enforce this law. 
how well less well, let, let me yeah. let me just interrupt for a moment but absolutely uh, uh, when when did you realize that it was going this way this seems to be the worst nightmare of someone who has you know moderate beliefs you know beliefs in yes. in, in moderation and and people that uh you know any anyone in the middle or to the left this is an extreme right movement is what's going mm-hmm. on here when did you see the and and i have to believe texas has always been uh extreme right or they've had a strong base uh on the extreme right uh, was it trump is he was he the harbinger of things to come was it was it him coming um what was the what was the first time that you thought something like this could happen? Well, of course, um, George Bush, W, that is, his father was more moderate. But W got into the claws of uh, Dick Cheney and um, and Rumsfeld. Um, I, I think his first name was Dan. Dan Donald, Rumsfeld. Donald Rumsfeld. Don, Don. Right. Don Rumsfeld, right. right. Yes. Uh, and uh, so I, I thought that nobody could get further right than <laughs> than, than W was. Uh, but then, of course, when Trump came along um, and was elected by uh, by a huge in Texas anyway by a huge majority uh, to begin with, and again uh, voted for uh, uh, in a huge majority uh, in uh, this past year. Um, well, uh, yes, I, I uh, actually, you know, until uh, LBJ, uh, Texas was Democratic, as you right. as you remember. But uh, with the civil rights legislation, uh, then Nixon took over the uh, the party here uh, and <laughs> took over the Texas and turned it into a Republican. Uh, uh, state which became more and more right wing and uh, and it's sen- simply been sliding toward the right uh ever since that era since nixon uh so uh that's the situation and no democrat has uh, well that's that's false because <clears throat> ann richards was our governor for a brief time wonderful lady uh, and greatly did, missed. Uh, yeah, and she moved Texas to the left for a brief time, but uh, then uh, she didn't really uh, campaign. Uh, she was up for re-election, but she didn't work at it because she knew she was going to die of cancer. Uh, I think uh, she uh, she figured that rather than announce that fact, she would just fade into the background and allow uh, Bush to uh, to take over as governor and uh, and of course then later as president so uh, uh, anyhow Texas has been as you say right wing since uh, uh, since Nixon at least and uh, has gotten has gotten worse the right wing in Texas has gotten worse there's no doubt about it but we have an in, and the, one of the reasons that it has gotten so radical is that we now have a growing left wing um, Beto O'Rourke is uh, is the uh, in the forefront so um, uh, so there is hope I think if enough uh, people manage to vote 
despite this restrictive voting law, uh, which try, does away with overnight 24-hour voting, which enables uh, people who work at night or uh, who are sleeping during the day uh, uh, to uh, to vote, to get to the polls, uh, voting by car, which is another thing, since the polls are often very far away uh, for people to, to go to, and parking in cities especially is very difficult, uh, certainly around voting around polls, the polling places. So all of those things, and mailing, mail-in uh, ballots. You have to uh, produce a photograph of yourself in order to get a mail-in ballot now. And a lot of people can't, uh, don't have access to that. They don't ha- own a car. They don't have a driver's license. Uh, and on and on. Uh, they're just making it more and more and more uh, complicated for people to get uh, to get to the polls and especially to get a, a ballot, a mail-in ballot. And absentee voting, of course, is very much discouraged here in Texas. So uh, that's the situation. Um, getting, uh, getting rid of, of us, um, the right wing, which may be, maybe even now in a minority, we don't know, but uh, through gerrymandering, which has already been in effect, Republican gerrymandering, uh, <laughs> you should see the shape of some of the districts. Yeah. Uh, they, <laughs> they are uh, 200 miles long and five miles wide and, and snake around. Wow. <laughs> so they take in all the Republicans and uh, leave, leave the uh, Democrats in small clumps. So the Democrats are getting one representative while the, the Republicans are getting four. And they are right now in the process of gerrymandering further uh, with the, uh, the census data this, uh, coming out this year. And uh, uh, I'm afraid that we are going to be gen- uh, that we Democrats are going to be uh, uh, gerrymandered out of office, out of uh, so the the House and the Senate will be Republican thanks to that alone. So uh, I am very disturbed by by the situation, as you can uh, well see from what I've been saying, and then. Then we have Joe Biden trying to pass progressive legislation like the uh, infrastructure bills. And the people, we people, Republican and Democrat, want it because our roads and bridges are falling apart. Uh, We don't have the uh, universal Internet. I mean, there are many, many things. Uh, Our electrical grid is is breaking apart, certainly here in Texas, and nothing much has been done to to, uh, repair it. Uh, And Joe Joe Manchin, (laughs) who is a Democrat in name at least. Only. He's a dino. A Democrat in name only. And yeah, right now he's threatening to veto the small bill, the the bill that uh, got seven, I think it was 17 Republican votes, and passed, uh, certainly passed the uh, uh, the state, uh, I mean the the, the uh, Congress, the uh, the uh, the House, and uh, even the Senate voted for 
continuing debating on it, uh, well, Manchin is going to to uh, vote against it, which means that there will be it will be hard to get a, a majority for it. And what is his motive for voting against infrastructure, which everybody needs? I mean, even McConnell voted for it. Um, he apparently ha- is the CEO of several coal mining companies in West Virginia. Did you know that, Frank? Uh, well, I, I had heard that before, but that has recently been confirmed and completely confirmed. And, yes. Yeah. So he has made $4.5 million off of coal and continues to make it. And he doesn't want uh, his fossil fuel income source uh, to be uh, shut down in favor of uh, uh, electric power, for instance, for cars and uh, uh, and uh, and uh, at, at least natural gas, if not other sources like solar uh, for heating and other power pro- uh, sources, uh, other power needs. And uh, uh, so we we've got him. <laughs> we understand him now. Why is he uh, balking uh, and trying to uh, to scuffle these uh, programs that Joe Biden is uh, is uh, staking his presidency on? Yeah, uh, yeah. There is a um, there is a, a journal or a, a news outfit. Uh, organization called The Intercept that has just revealed uh, where uh, uh, Manchin's income is coming from. And I, I didn't know The Intercept even existed until today. Did you know about it? No, not at all. I mean, uh, it's uh, uh, just amazing. Uh, just what's going on is just, uh, it's it's mind-numbing. It's mind-blowing. Yes. Well, The Intercept is a apparently win, uh, a, an award-winning uh, news organization uh, that's holding the powerful accountable in this country, and it's revealing a whole lot of things that and it's needed. we didn't know, needed such sure. as uh, the, the source of income of, uh, uh, of, of uh, Manchin. So, yeah. anyway. Well, this is, uh, you know, look, things like that, Things like like that give one hope that things could get better, or or could there could be a fight on on uh, their hands. This is going to be tied up in court for a long time, right? Is isn't there a restraining order on Abbott, or will there be one on this newest? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, what is, is the what is the status of that? Well, uh, it's in. I think it may be in effect, or certainly going to be in effect uh, right right away. So that uh, women, but uh, already uh, the Planned Parenthood uh, organizations have closed down in Texas, and and uh, Texas women are going to Oklahoma and uh, New Mexico and other places, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, to get uh, an abortion, and so they, the surrounding states are being flooded with Texas women, those who have enough money to get out of the state. But the people, uh, there is a, a glimmer of hope also that uh, because Mexico 
has stri- stricken down, struck down the law in Coahuila, which is the state, Mexican state, due south of us, uh, on the southeast portion of uh, uh, borders of southern southeast portion of Texas. Uh, and they were anti-abortion. Uh, in Mexico, the states, the various states, can be um, pro or anti-abortion. Uh, and this federal government all of a sudden pounced on Coahuila and uh, nullified those anti-abortion laws. So now Texas women in, the, in South Texas can go across the border and get abortions. Hmm. And... Uh, this has been done uh, for uh, years now. Uh, a cousin of mine uh, went to visit a an auntie in uh, Mexico when she was a teenager. She was in uh, high school, and she disappeared for uh, a number, maybe a couple of months, uh, down there visiting her aunt. Uh, and, uh, she, and she crossed the border at El Paso and went into... Uh, uh, through Juarez into Mexico to get this done, and of course the, the family, her family, never uh, never admitted that that's what she went for, but none of us knew of any relatives living in Mexico. Mm. Uh, but that was the story was told. So Mexico is uh, one of those places where uh, American women, uh, before Roe v. Wade. Uh, on the southern border, uh, American women crossed over into Mexico to get their abortions. Uh, so, um, with with or without a restraining order, that's what's happening right now. Women are fleeing the t- the state in order to get their health care. I said it earlier: uh, mind blowing, mind numbing, everything that is going on in the uh, state of Texas to me is is just unbelievable. I, I just, I, I don't even know, I, I, I don't even know how to explain this to uh, to moderate people other than the fact that that uh, the extreme groups have taken over, you know, uh, Texas. Yes. And I wonder if there's other states, other southern, deep southern states, uh, Midwestern well, Florida, states. certainly. Yeah, right. They could be coming next, right? Oh, yeah. Well, at least they, they're not carrying guns around uh, openly in the state of Florida. But uh, but their their children going to school are uh, uh, in danger if if they obey the governor's uh, mandate against wearing masks. Um, and if the principal or the uh, superintendent obeys that mandate rather than than flying in the face of it. And if they fly in the face of it in Florida, the, uh, the school is cut off from funding, from the state funding that is normally provided. So uh, school lunches, for instance, are funded by the state, and all of a sudden there are no school lunches for a lot of these poor kids. Uh, so, I mean, things are crazy everywhere, everywhere in the South, I would say. Uh, yeah. Georgia Georgia has uh, passed one of the most restrictive voter laws in the country. It was the first one to do so. And uh, and the uh, uh the uh, workers, the poll the uh, poll workers, the ones who uh, see that people are uh, coming in to vote 
are protected, are legitimate and protected while they vote, they are being uh, replaced by right-wing Republicans, uh, right and left in Georgia already. And according to the new law passed, that voting restrictive law in in Georgia, um, uh, those poll people... Uh, those poll, not watchers, but the uh, the officials themselves, uh, if they don't like the way the uh, the vote went, in other words, if their candidate uh, lose, loses, they can change the vote. <laughs> this wow. is the case in Georgia now. Wow. <laughs> so I mean, if you think if you think Texas is the only crazy place, uh, the whole South is is nutty as a fruitcake, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it's just. <laughs> It's it's unbelievable, but when you tie it all together, the way you just did, it is um, it is disturbing. It's also a blueprint for disaster in other yes. areas. The one thing, if there's a light at the end of the tunnel for Democrats who are moderate Republicans that don't w- don't want to see the extreme right take over, there is light at the end of the tunnel, Doc, and this is what it is. This year uh, is, you know, of course, no congressional races or no federal races are are up, right? And this is not the year. This is a local and statewide year for the mm-hmm. most part everywhere, right. right? The The Republicans are going to have the year of their lives, uh, the best year since uh, since 2009. Now, 2009 represented the year after President Obama. Uh, took office, mm-hmm. and the Democrats kind of got fat and happy, and they stayed home, and they everything was fine with them. And the Republicans rebelled, and they came out, and they voted all of these these local elections, and Republicans won in races that no one, at least here in New York, uh, but they won in races that they never could have dreamt of winning. And it was mm-hmm. because it was because the the Republicans were motivated to vote so the local democratic leaders here have all told me that that uh what's happening in texas uh won't affect this year they're still going to get clobbered in the 2021 election on uh, on november 2nd but they think that thanks to greg abbott and thanks to texas and the texas extreme republicans that next year is going to be flattened out because all of a sudden Democratic women, Republican women that are are moderate and pro-choice are going to come out and they're going to they're going to vote and they're going to show uh, their displeasure with what's going on in Texas. But they're going to show it in places like New York and they're going to show it in California and 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 places where there's swing votes. And the Democrats may get a big bounce off of this. Now, I don't know if that's enough of a of a silver lining to to say hooray over. Certainly, certainly not. But um, if there is a silver lining, uh, they the Republicans shot themselves in the foot. And Greg Abbott was the guy pulling the trigger because now Democratic women and right uh, and, and moderate Republicans are now motivated to come out and make a statement by voting uh, Democrat. 
you know, uh, on the Democratic line. Uh, have you thought of that? I thought of it. I'm hoping for it, but uh, but I'm a little bit skeptical because the forces are the the Republicans are moving so many forces to uh, hamstring that possibility, uh, especially with uh, gerrymandering. Uh, uh, and uh, I mean, even if we do vote uh, Democratic, the re- the Republican districts outnumber the Democratic districts by far. In Texas, certainly, in other, and I think all other uh, Republican-run states, it's going to be the same thing. And uh, so that alone may may cause the. Uh, the Congress and the Senate to uh, to turn Republican, in which case there will be no legislation coming out of uh, Washington to help us. So no, nothing will be out there for, to help us against climate change. Nothing will be out there to help us with infrastructure if we can't get that through, thanks to Manchin, uh, and on and on. I mean, it looks pretty, pretty green, grim, pretty uh, gloomy. Uh, so I don't know. I'm hoping you're right, um, praying you're right. But it looks to me as though the party, the Republican Party, will prevent us from uh, from rebuilding and from addressing climate change and from addressing many other things that, uh, of course, uh, women's rights and uh, and so on, voting rights naturally. Uh, and freeing ourselves from fossil fuels uh, so we'll still be polluting at the same rate if not more uh, for many years to come in which case uh, many more of us will die in uh, climatic uh, catastrophes like the one we've just lived through well anyway i'm hoping you're right frank and then we can look forward to a little bright future there for the next voting year yeah this is a this is an unbelievable circumstance, and it's worth saying the date again. Uh, the bill was signed by Governor Greg Abbott on Tuesday, September 7th, 2021. The historic bill uh, that attempts to overturn Roe versus Wade in uh, in Texas, at least. And uh, final word on this, Doc. Uh, what's your, what can you leave us with? Well, uh, let's hope that uh, that you are right, uh, Frank, and that the liberal forces, actually the pro-democratic governing forces, <laughs> that believe that the people, that one vote uh, per person is, is what should uh, determine our policy, uh, that that can come to pass in the next major election. So that we can uh, maintain our democratic way of life here in the United States, because that's what it's, is at stake. Amazing, just absolutely amazing, Doc. As always, wonderful job. Thank you, <laughs> Frank McKay. Here, wishing everyone well, especially in the state of Texas, and um, it's a, it's a situation that I, I, I would have never believed not long ago and uh again it is uh, it is taking place it is taking shape and it is uh, it is signed it is signed into into law of course 
the legal system will be uh, underway and, and under a microscope. Uh, Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, you've been listening to Dr. Florence Byham Weinberg, and you've been listening to the Florence Weinberg Show. And we will see you next week on the Florence Weinberg Show.